Hey there, CEOs. It's Brandy, and I have just a quick note for newer listeners. This show used to be called the She Who Dares podcast, but on May 5th, 2022, we changed the name to the Wedding Pro CEO podcast to better reflect my mission, to help wedding industry entrepreneurs scale a profitable business they love. The content is the same, just a more descriptive title. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the She Who Dares podcast, where you'll get a peek behind my brands into what it takes to make your passion a reality. You're listening to episode number one. What is up, podcast world? I cannot believe we're finally here. Months of dreaming and preparing and planning and writing are all coming through the airwaves, and I am so excited to finally be able to share with you, and most of all, to encourage you to find your why live it out loud, and crush the goals you've set for yourself. I'm your podcast host, Brandy Gar. I'm the owner and creator of Blush by Brandy Gar, 11 Events by Blush, Elegant Weddings by Blush, and the management partner of the historic Howie Mansion. Over the last 12 years, our little company has grown from just an idea that honestly came on a whim to a multi-branded business that supports both my husband and I in full-time roles eight full-time employees, and a posse of part-time staff and interns. I'm a mom of three beautiful girls, which we lovingly refer to as the Gargoyles, and they keep me on my toes. This podcast was created to pull the curtain back and invite you to take a peek behind our brands. We'll be sharing it all from the early days to now, how we've grown, and where we're headed. Things we've learned, sometimes the hard way, tips we wish we would have known in the beginning, and more all in hopes that by sharing our story, it will encourage you to step out of your comfort zone and jump into your dreams. So who is our audience? Well, I see this podcast for both men and women, though clearly I'm a woman, and if I live by my motto, share what you know, I probably know more about being a woman than a man, but we'll see. (laughs) But ultimately, I want to speak to business owners, or soon-to-be business owners, who have a drive for success and competition to be the best who love their work and actually love to work, they're okay putting in the long days because they know the payoff is real when the hustle is real. And they know the juggle and struggle and joy of doing all of this while balancing a family, being a mom or a dad, being involved with their kids' activities, being present and raising strong, hardworking, life-giving humans who can go into the world and make the next generation even better. So let's dig in. I get these questions all the time. How did you start? How did you prepare to leave your full-time job? Do you still fear failure? When did you decide it was time to hire a team? How do you balance it all? Leading a team, mommyhood, being a wife, being involved in ministry, and growing a thriving multi-branded business. And I love these questions because I can share the honest, unpolished, real-life answers that help others to know they can do it too. That while we are so blessed to be able to do what we love every single day, and I absolutely wouldn't change a single thing, that some days are hard. That many days I need my husband to speak encouragement to me louder than the discouraging words I speak to myself. That I wonder if we're making the right choices, the right hire, setting the right goals, and so much more. There's a meme on the interwebs about being an entrepreneur, and it's so true. I'll link it in the show notes so you can enjoy it for yourself, but basically shows the genuine roller coaster ride that happens in the mind of an entrepreneur. I'm so excited. Ugh, this is so hard. Wait, it's working. Dude, I totally screwed that up. I think I'm going bankrupt. 
hey, babe, look how many sales we made this month. (laughs) Every time I see this, I just laugh because I have felt every single one of these emotions in the last 72 hours. Really, the highs and lows are so vast. I honestly never planned to be an entrepreneur. I'm a planner and everything in my life is planned with a color-coded calendar. I had a life plan and I fully intended for my sweet little vision of the next 20 years to go as I had in my head. I was going to graduate college, get married, get a great job at a big hotel, work my way up the ladder to be the general manager by the time I was 35, and then have one single baby girl, which would then make my life complete. And to be honest, most of this went to plan. I graduated from the University of Central Florida. I got an incredible job on the opening team of the Gaylord Palms Resort, and I married the man of my dreams. I was climbing, climbing, climbing the ladder of success at Gaylord. I was determined to make every minute of every day count toward getting me closer to my goal. I came in on my days off to attend meetings with our director so I could just sit and learn. I took on extra assignments so I could work with different managers. I remember some nights when our director would look over the wall of my cubicle and say, Brandy, it is nine o'clock. Go home. But I was loving every second of this journey and I didn't want to miss any opportunity to grow. About three years later, in 2005, I had been through four promotions, Ira and I were enjoying being newlyweds, and the shock of all shockers, I found out I was pregnant. Now, I say this knowing it makes it sound like having a child was a bad thing, which couldn't be further from the truth. However, at the time, in full transparency, I didn't see it that way. I was legit freaking out. What was I going to do? How was I going to manage a career and a baby. When I told Ira, he was ecstatic, like jumping up and down, getting excited. And I remember being so mad at him. Hello, are you not even hearing me? A baby is going to change everything, everything. And I can tell you one of my strongest memories from that night. As I laid awake, staring at the ceiling, I started crying as I thought about our baby's due date. I think our baby's going to come in December, which means I'll be on maternity leave during the first quarter, and that's the busiest quarter at the hotel. How am I going to make all of this work? Whoa, what? My FOMO was in full effect. I couldn't imagine missing three months of my career. It just didn't fit into the plan. Of course, I did end up getting on board with the idea that I was having a baby, and I was very excited. But on the last day before my maternity leave began, We had a big leaders meeting, and I remember walking out of that meeting with tears in my eyes, and I thought, I can't believe I'm not going to be here for three months. How much am I going to miss in three months? Will they forget about me? Will I even be up for the next promotion? How much training am I going to miss out on? Our oldest gargoyle, Emily, was born two days later, and she was perfect. In every single way, she was perfect. She had so much hair, it looked like she was wearing a toupee, and her skin looked like a china doll. She was mesmerizing. And while my love and complete adoration of this tiny little being was immediate, I still naively thought that nothing was going to change. Three months later, it was time to go back to work, and I had this pit in my stomach that I just couldn't imagine a day without being completely attached to this tiny human. How was I supposed to go back to work all day long for long hours while she hung out at daycare? But was I really going to give up my career that I'd worked so hard for and wanted so badly just like that? I was so torn. 
But the day came, and back to work I went, excitedly, but this time with hesitation. It was the spring of 2006 at this point, and I would say it was in those first three months back to work that I realized everything did change. I didn't want to stay for long days any longer and miss her going to bed. I didn't want to come in on my days off any longer and miss a day not playing with her. Gaylord was incredibly, incredibly encouraging for families, and they were so flexible with our time. If I had a show in-house and worked eight or nine days straight, I took three or four days off in a row, which was a gift as a new mom, but I couldn't shake the idea that every time I had a show in-house, I would go sometimes six or eight days in a row without even seeing her awake. And while the extra days off were amazing... I was missing huge chunks of my daughter's life that I knew I would never get back, and my spidey sense was telling me change was coming. So guess what I did? Ten months later, I gave my notice. I couldn't even believe it myself, honestly. Now, the story of how we started, how we prepared, and all of the, the logistics and blessings behind our startup will come in future episodes, but what I will tell you that this is when I found my why. I have my own business so that I decide when, where, how, how long, and how much I work so that I can be present for my girls and my husband. While I often say that I actually work more now than I did back then, I have full control over when it will be. If one of the girls has a field trip, I can chaperone. If one of them is sick, I can work from home. Last year, our two littles had a folk dancing morning at their school, which was a little strange, but a lot of fun, and Ira and I both got to go and do do with them. Our schedule allows us to be fully engaged in our kids' lives, both of us. Now, don't miss that I said I work more now than I did when I was at Gaylord. That's the truth. As I prepare for this episode, I'm in my bed at midnight after coming home from a wedding, And I have missed a thing or two here or there because of the nature of my job, wedding planning, has me scheduling most of my weekends 18 months out. And I just can't seem to get the intramural sports teams to get on board with Tuesday morning gymnastics matches. I was always that mom in a black cocktail dress, heels and pearls on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on the soccer field, cheering at the very top of my lungs as our girls ran their tiny little legs down the field to score a goal. And then I'd run off to make a bride's most important day come to life. There's still sacrifices in owning your own business, but you choose what they are. About a year ago, I was talking to Emma, who is now 13, at bedtime, and she was telling me that she was having second thoughts about her career decision. I know, this sounds silly coming from a 13-year-old, but the apple doesn't fall far from the tree, okay? This girl is driven and will be the most talented at anything she does. But she's wanted to be a surgeon for quite a while now, and she said she was second-guessing it now because she really wants to be a mom, and she wants to make sure she can have a job that will allow her to be really present for her kids so she can be fully part of their lives. And in the mommy guilt that I put on myself every day, I immediately thought, so she can be different than me. She wants to be able to be present because she wishes I was more present. So I said... I wish I could be here more sometimes. I know it's hard when I'm gone for a wedding. And her response was, Mom, no way. You're literally always here. I want to be a mom just like you. Ugh, be still my heart. This is why. This is my why. 
Time is the only thing we all have an equal amount of. You can't get it back. You don't have more and you don't have less. Do you know that people who love their work are more productive and way more creative? It makes sense, right? If you're doing something you love, you want to do it more often. You don't feel forced. You look for ways to do it better. When you love what you do and it feeds your why, you want to tell others about it so they can have it too. You sell without even knowing you're selling. It's just a natural output of who you are. When you love what you do, you create loyal customers and devoted employees. So I ask you, what's your why? What drives you and inspires you to be the best version of yourself that you can be? Do you love what you do so much that you're so excited to wake up each morning and slay each hurdle that comes your way? I hope you'll share your why with me. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at at Brandy Gar. Tell me what you learned from this episode and share your why on your own page and tag me at at Brandy Gar. I'll be sharing and interacting with you all week. If you liked this episode and are excited to hear more, make sure to subscribe I am so, so thankful for so many of our clients and friends who are cheering me on through this new adventure. Your support means more than you'll ever know. I would be forever grateful if you would share this podcast or our blog with a friend. And if you really loved it and you want to tell the world, we would love for you to share your five-star review on iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to this podcast. See you next week, friends. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the She Who Dares podcast. Interact with me and send me your questions by following me on Instagram and Facebook at at @brandygar. Looking for more? Visit our website, brandygar.com. If you liked this episode, be sure to subscribe, show us some love with a five-star review, and share it with a friend because sharing is caring and I care about you. See you next week. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later, working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. 
But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning questions? When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do and we can talk about it, think through it and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing and if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO all in just six short months. In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.